When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Hesto Studios in Dublin, Barch, the first Nagalga, welcome to Motherfuck Lore, podcast of words. Irish. Irish words. And words from Ireland. I'm Derek O'Shea. I'm Patrick Cravonic. And I'm Geraldine McAvoy. And we have a special guest in the studio today. Walter Daffy. Hey, Diego, what's up? Uh, Daffy from TevyRx, how y'all doing? Hello. Woo! Thank you Hello. so much Great. for joining us. I don't know, I said I have nothing anyways, yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? We're getting on great. What's the crack? Not much, man. It's raining outside. It's cool to be spending my lunch, you know, talking to you guys instead of at my desk, you know, watching YouTube videos, ignoring people. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice change of pace. Watching YouTube at work. Yeah, I mean, during lunch times, I don't want to talk to these guys. Like, I don't know oh. why people think we got to be friends. I, I can get there. down with yeah. that on a molecular mm. level. I don't know. I spend all day with you people. Don't want to be friends. I, get out, I yeah. get out of my office. I get out of my office for that reason. It's like, where do you go for lunch? It's like sometimes nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just out of here. Just like, away just from you on. people. <laughs> I go back to my four times a day. Maybe I'm crying. Maybe I'm just chilling. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, need, I just need to go. You know? oh, there's nothing better than going to the bathroom and getting paid for it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to the bathroom on my lunch break. Can't really. Sucker. I'm a PhD student, not getting paid for anything. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you don't take a slash on flexi time. <laughs> Daffy, you are you are uh, in Ireland's. I'm I'm going to say Ireland's best new hip hop act. Ooh. love you guys. You know what? You I think some people would disagree. Uh, Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I think we're good. I think we're like uh, in terms of Ireland. Top top three, I would say, new hip hop acts in the country. Oh, okay. Maybe, okay. yeah. We'll that. We'll that. I'm, I'm gonna get killed. We're gonna get killed for this. Hip hop acts that buy so much smoke, you have no idea. Now they're back. No, because no, no, no. Yeah. So, um, Irish hip hop, it's actually a more burgeoning and bigger scene than people might actually imagine. Mm, I mean, it's like it's definitely growing, and like people are selling shows, like, and it's because you see some bands who are like popping, but they would struggle to sell a show, and then you see like a hip hop act from. Who knows where, like Cork or something, they're like doing workmen's and selling out. It's like, you know. I love that. Who knows where is Cork? (laughs) (laughs) I I had someone in mind, like Crackboy Mental, shouts out to him. Um, But um, no, Cork is popping. Cork is the real capital of this country, and I stand by that. Safe. Safe. (laughs) No, if you look at at my Twitter, I've been a a Cork stand for a minute now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've we've been we've been Corkstan since we did a live show down there, and we learned very quickly. Mm. If you're not a Corkstan, you're not getting out of there. Mm. <laughs> you're not getting out alive, man. Yeah. Almost met up with you guys as well. It was uh, I think I got the message a day late or a little bit too late. Oh, that's right. We we, we were briefly overlapping. We we're like ships in the night, and you're in Cork, and we were in Cork. Yeah, and you're gotcha. like, do you want to do you want to do this thing tomorrow? I'm like, I'm very, I'm gonna be very hungover. If I, <laughs> if I had known, I would have like. Stop drinking at a certain time or like capped it a little bit, but I was. Uh, we wouldn't have stopped to drink in there. No, in fairness. Oh. It wasn't that, it wasn't that important. Like, hungover podcast guests are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They got that deep whiskey there's, voice. Yeah, like, and there's no filter. Ooh. Love that. There's no filter. <laughs> 
just gonna like nah fuck this uh. <laughs> yeah we can curse here yeah I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what any of the processes I'm just here happy no. to be here <laughs> <laughs> no you've got your two top swearers here myself and Pather oh, perfect, um, disputed will not accept the title of top swearer you but, too like, it is you okay. it is you you swear more than question what's your favorite Irish like swear word give me some th- things to put in the pocket so I can like curse on English radio but they can't stop me you know what I'm saying I think you can go with feck definitely because the the yeah, Brits are like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's very they think it's like, cute. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah, if you go cute. like royally, fuck, like yeah. they'll they'll beep that. That's they know probably, that. Yeah, they know that yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Um, shite yeah. as well. I think yeah. it's a soft, softer form of shit. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're gonna go yeah. into Irish, yeah, I, I, I want. I like, I like uh, dive deep. Uh, cockadell. 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 Okay. I mean, devil's shit. Oh man! In what context do you use that? It's just like if something is an absolute clusterfuck, you just look at something and you just go, oh, "Cockadell." That kind of sounds like a swear word, though. Like a I, little bit. Yeah. Sense, oh, sense so much like yeah. Yeah, you need like a secret one, you know. Oh, I need yeah. a secret one, yeah. Bud, hey bud, because when bud is the Irish for a penis, so you're like, hey bud. <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> the Irish for a penis has no business being that cute. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is though it, I mean it sounds small like, it's yeah. like it, it, it does it's, I mean like we, we are yeah, we're not we're not renowned we're not renowned <laughs> yo yeah. it's funny to uh, throw my uh, band partner under the bus a little bit here he's super into it if he's like having sex and they're like dirty talking Irish he's like oh that's cool but now hearing that's butt I'm like oh I don't know how that sentence sounds that <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound too too fun Mm. I don't know any guys who actually refer to their own penis as their bud. Me bud. My best bud. (laughs) (laughs) We go everywhere together. (laughs) It's some more. What's what's the more? Oh my god. Ew, no. No. Oh, sorry. My big snake. My big snake. (laughs) (laughs) I actually fucked that (laughs) up. I might take that. I might take that. (laughs) This is the way you said it, the energy. It was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So other than throwing your band partner Matt O under the bus yeah, for like what he do. likes to do when he's writing, mm. <laughs> how did you how, how did Tebby Rex come about? What was the genesis? Yo, actually, start? funny enough, because it ties quite nicely with his podcast. So they did this thing in Maynooth. We both went to Maynooth. Uh, shout out Maynooth, alum, best college in the world. Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, um, but they do this thing where they have like they have like societies and like a Eurovision, like a Murovision kind of thing, right? So I was representing the literary and debating society. And Matt was representing the Kulaks. I was like, what's the Kulaks? Law students. Like, that's that literary debating study. That's law student bullshit. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to throw some actual history down. Uh, I was in Lytton Deb before Maynooth even had a law course. It's yeah, ancient. It's, it's, there. it's like, an old it's, society it's in the college. Society. Second oldest society in the college. Oh, that's geography nonsense. No, Kulacht. The Kulacht. Oh, yeah, but they weren't officially formed. Like, there was... Anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because there was actual... But funny there. enough, like, he was in the Kulacht. I'm like, what's the Kulacht? It's like the Irish side, man. What they do is talk about Irish. What the fuck? I didn't get it. And mm-hmm. um, at the end of the competition, and like, he came first, I came second. He cheated. No biggie. <gasps> um, <laughs> but I think meeting him and like kind of interacting with that society, I'm like, oh, that's kind of lit. You guys do stuff. Because I couldn't, you know, obviously with school and stuff, you perceive Irish to be like functional and mm-hmm. it's not like as fun so I was like what is a is this like a study group like what is the Kulaks you know but they were all like during that competition like managetic and really supporting them and definitely cheated and did you how, how do like, you sorry how do you, sorry, how do you cheat in a talent competition so the rule was you do one song mm-hmm. right that was the rule he did a medley of like seven songs <gasps> it was like seven minutes it's like you can't just do the most popular song and if they don't like that one play another one they like and then call that one song like that's uh, not how who no, let yeah. them who, who let that happen oh man the Kulak has too much power in Manus, man like <laughs> They were breaking heads, man. You don't want that smoke. You don't fuck with the Kulaks. You, no. don't, you don't ice on God. You don't, man. You don't want that smoke. Like, so. 
<laughs> nah, they won't feel that at all. What did What did you sing? I did because I was being artsy. I was like, you know what? It's not going to be a fun, popular one, but it's going to be like people are going to appreciate it. So I did Breeze Blocks. I'm like, you know what? It's a hard time. It's like it's not even a fun song, but it's like people are like, yo, he really did it. And then that's came de- second. yeah, that's definitely why why it's it's nothing to do with with the the cheating. Like that 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 might be why you can't second. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, Breeze Blocks is is fire. You don't like Breeze Blocks? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm enjoying medley. Like. <laughs> Oh, okay, bummer, so yeah. so yeah, so so Matt cheated and won, yeah, and yeah. you didn't cheat. You were the honourable second place, the yeah, moral man. victor. Mm. How, do, how do you reconcile that difference and become? I like mean, a... we haven't really. I've never really <laughs> fasted. Clearly, he's not over it. I just, like, I, I, I just kept it close to the chest. No, but I remember one time I was on. Until it, now, he listened to this podcast. He's like, bro, you could have told me. <laughs> you you could have mentioned. Told me, I'm man. like, I'm like, where do you think your stuff was going? I was stealing from you this whole time. It's like. Slowly, every time I was in your house, is stealing little items. Mm. Um, You're just waiting to do a Robbie Williams on it. Just like fucking leave and project. <laughs> no, I'm just trying, you know, like ride that white privilege to the top. And then once, once there, I'll make my own break for it. You know, I'm like, ah, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> Remember me from Teddy Rex? Well, I got rid of the cheater. <laughs> um, oh, no, what's the crack? So I basically I posted on Facebook and I was like, who wants to make music like uh, Charles Gambino, Chance the Rapper, Kate Nash, like No Name. And like uh, he replies, like, yeah, I, w- I would love to make music like that. So we met up and he played me one of his songs. And I was like, this is actually really dope. And then we just went from there. And that's how the band formed. I am so surprised to see Kate Nash in that list of influences. Oh, word. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. one oh. bit. Like, no, no, I mean, she's deadly. Like, she's there's fire. no doubt about it. Yeah. She's fire. absolutely yeah. a class. But it's just it's just in that oeuvre in that mm. sort of like you know it's a, it's mm. not exactly a seamless transition from Childish Gambino to yeah. Kate Nash but you know what they have really in common though and what I'm a really big fan of is that like Kate Nash sounds like Kate Nash like there's a uniqueness there to a voice and same I would argue with Matt's voice the same I would argue with Gambino's voice where like they sound like themselves you know yeah. like mm-hmm. there's, there's stronger like I find it also I, I do teach music workshop classes to kids sometimes I use Kate Nash's foundations and now I pair it with um uh oh what's that Justin Bieber record it's like what do you mean oh yeah and they're both about like complicated relationships right and I'm, I'll say okay where do they differ and what they do differently and Kate Nash does this really interesting thing where she'll sing notes a little bit off tune to kind of emphasize a point or she'll like do things in a way where it's not about I'm trying to sing as best as humanly possible but I'm trying to convey as much as emotion as possible and I think Chance Camille does that really well where he'll stop raps and like talk like two lines and go back to rapping because he wanted to convey that kind of confusion, which I think is really cool. So that's why I like yeah. all those kind of artists. Yeah, it's uh, Kate Nash occupied an interesting place in Irish radio for a while, and that there was a because there's a certain amount of Irish Irish only broadcast was expected, and but there was a yeah. loophole for it was based on the on the Jack Charlton granny rule, mm-hmm. and I think Kate Nash because she had an Irish yeah, she granny. An Irish grandfather. Irish. So oh, really? What? Yeah, yeah. So for a while, for a while, Irish <laughs> stations were required to. Give give ten percent of their airtime mm, yeah. to Irish artists. Were they? And like, yeah, yeah, genuinely. And then like what the early two thousands. Weird shit is that? Like? Yeah, but it was supposed to stimulate the Irish music yeah, recording okay. industry. Oh. Sure. But the problem is just like the Irish football industry. Like you know, playing a bunch of lads who grew up in London and play for Millwall doesn't help St Pat's get any better. Playing Kate Nash records doesn't help a recording artist in Dublin, you no. know? So it sort of backfires. It's not there anymore. There isn't much of a music mandate anymore. It's just, yeah. the problem is things have got a little bit samey and it's a lot of top 30 stations and oh, all yeah. sort of like nine True. Ed Sheeran tracks a month and it's just... That's it's, rinse, rinse. And what's really funny as well is if you know, um, 
I always say as well, if you have like one hit record and you own your music, that's you set for life. Because to give example, um, Imro here, for example, uh, let's talk about Orti. So Orti with Imro, you get probably like a euro per minute of play. Mm-hmm. Three, three minute songs, three euro per play. Now, imagine any top song. Imagine how many times it's been played at Orti than every radio station in the country, than every radio station in the world. Just like royalties alone, the way radio works, is like they'll pick like 20 people for a month and rinse that for like six months. And it's like the money just stacks up, stacks up, stacks up. Yeah. Which is a this is a music podcast now, by the way. This has just been Derek's plan. All along. <laughs> he wants to make it a music podcast. He's been trying for three fucking years. To make this <laughs> no, but it, it's something that's really interesting because we, I mean, we have we have a kind of a, a storytelling tradition around that that's connected to our sing our singer songwriter tradition, but we also have issues in the way the way how 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 radio and how other ways how how, how do we get artists out there? How do we mm-hmm. hear, hear those certain voices? Um, is 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 radio enough? Is our live venues enough? We know now it's, it's getting more and more expensive to get concert tickets, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. and now, especially now, when a lot of venues because um, because royalty checks are, are drying up for established artists, yeah. there's a lot of greatest hits tours. Mm. Oh man, listen, it, it's it's grim to watch as well because like especially the ones who do not want to be there, you yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> phoning um, it in for two hours on stage, I, <laughs> and that's why it kind of looks. Like, I saw Kate Nash, I think last year, at Independence, and she was so freaking good. But mm. what I love was she carried the whole show, the whole show, amazing, captivate everyone, and then second last song, play Foundations. She didn't need to like have it built on that and open on that, and then in the middle, then one last time, it was like kind of sticking to your guns. But I think these like oh, greatest hits tours are like yeah. And usually it's the artists playing the songs they like the least because they played the most and heard the most. And it's like, yeah. oh, I do a tour of like this, these five songs every night. It's like, yeah, it's not fun at all. I can't wait until I'm 60 and I'm going to the Tebby Rex farewell tour. Oh, man. <laughs> the third Tebby Rex farewell tour. It's just men are trash. Yeah, yeah, 30,000 people in the point going, just play men and tr- men are trash and fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, but we did this. Like, no, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember once uh, about a couple of years back, Bruce Springsteen did the Pete Seeger sessions and he said he's just playing this Pete Seeger stuff. It's you know, it's, it's, a very, it's a concept show and mm-hmm. someone there was saying, play, Don- <laughs> play with it. I was a dance in the dark, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at aggressive. A, I was at a concert yes. a long, long, long time ago with a few friends from from school, and um, it was it was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers in mm. Lansdowne Road. Yeah. It was the worst gig I was ever at. They, they, were, they were so bad. They were yeah. really like, oh, they I've seen terrible. them. Yeah, they're really bad. The support bad. group. The support groups were the Walls, who were brilliant. They mm. were great. And there was this Louis Walsh had tried to form a rock band called Red Lemon and they were terrible. Oh, the best man. moment of the whole day was when the lead singer fell on his hole. <laughs> he was trying to do some moves while he was singing and he fell on his hole. And oh, everyone... Of Red Lemon, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. that's grim. And then, but the opening act of the whole thing was, uh, was uh, New Order. And I thought, New Order, this is going to be class. But they, they just absolutely didn't want to be there. Mm. Yeah. Just a bunch of dudes in their 50s going mm. like, fuck this. And we lost our mate, Sean. We're like, where's he gone? Where's Sean gone? I have no idea where he's gone. We were kind of worried because like, we were sneaking into this gig. Like We're all under 18. Mm. We're all tanked. <laughs> and we turned around and Sean is up on the shoulders of two strangers screaming at New Order, play Blue Monday and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh. they, they hear that. <laughs> yeah. oh, they did, they did. The guy, he stopped the gig. He stopped the gig and started shouting abuse at Sean. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Sean works in the music industry now. Yeah. <laughs> that was his in. The guy was like, you know what? I didn't like you at first, but I like your energy. You want the job. <laughs> I like your passion. You recognize a good tune when you hear it. 
So yeah, so you guys got together. You started making music, but yeah. uh, when you when, when when did people start to when did people start to listen? When did people start to pay attention? What was the? What was I the think moment? it was we released a song called uh, "It's 2 AM," and I think that was like because I think you do a lot of experimenting as a band. You try to figure out what do we sound like, what do we want to sound like, and you know some kind of processes or processes, I believe is the term. Uh, <laughs> of yeah, yeah, I did English. Anyways, uh, of how. Of how you guys want to record, so we did that one, and we got a write up on State Magazine, and we got like one of their rising artists for that year as well. And I think from there, later that year, we got EP, and it kind of like kickstarted. Oh, was it that year? I think it was that year. Like kickstarted a lot of stuff for us as well. So probably it's Twin, which almost no one knows now. Like it's like deep, deep, deep in the recesses of YouTube, and like somewhere on Spotify maybe. But yeah, that's when I think people were like, "There's something here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you still you still happy with your back catalog? Are you still happy with it's two AM? Because one of my favorite recording artists is a guy called uh, Watsky, George Watsky. Oh, I love Watsky. Yeah. yeah, but like he started off as a beat poet, and he started off writing humorous stuff mm. and all that. And he's kind of he's kind of separated. He goes like, if you look up George Watsky, mm. you get all my old stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 now a serious rap artist, artist yeah. and it's all under Watsky, and you can't get it under. Yeah, so it's, but you guys still look back and you go like, you know, we were pretty fucking good. Um, like some songs, I'm like, oh man, that was so good. I was like, you know what? That that's I would love to. Sometimes I would love to like rewrite and re-record and because it would do a lot better now. You know, it's yeah. like because obviously there's more eyes on it now. But then some stuff, I'm like, uh, really not proud of it. Like, oh, why why is this so angry and angsty? What am I angry about? Or like very much like ah. Oh, you were dating for like a week. You can't be this upset about this shit. You know? like, so um, yeah, so it's it's kind of a mix, but I don't have like I don't have like that scoring towards my old stuff because yeah. we're like even in the similar to Waski thing, which I think some of his new stuff is whopper, and then some of it is like not so much. But um, I think we're still just as silly. Like four years in, I think we're still as ridiculous, you know. So I know I've, I've seen your music video for Financial Controller. <laughs> I'm a financial controller, give me the bag and I hold her, give me a ride with a chauffeur, give me the money you know. I'm the financial controller, give me the bag and I hold her, give me a ride with a chauffeur, give me the money you know. Give me the bag and I, give me the bag and I, give me the bag and I, give me the bag and I hold her. I'm going to be honest with you, Matt O looks like he's having too much fun dry humping that bag of money. <laughs> And if nobody's seen the music video, now you have to go and now you have to go and see the music video for Financial Controller. The funny thing was like we filmed that right, and we and we made the video and we left it out. And our director was like, "Listen, I don't think we should put this in." And Matt's like, "My Matt will see this. I don't think we should put this in." I, I was the only person like, "Can we at least put in the credits? It's just so funny. Keep it in there, please." But yeah. Yeah, her name's Lorelai. Good woman. Good bag of money. Good bag of money. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, that you're like, but my mom would see it. That's your concern in the back of it all. Yo, we have written sexy songs and we're like, this is too sexy. Our parents will hear this. Like, you you have to have that kind of like, who's going to listen to this? Kind of conversation with yourself. Billie Eilish has that line in uh, her song, Bad Guy, about like her mom sings along to all her songs, but she's not going to sing to this one because it's fucking weird. I love that. It's like, seduce someone's dad. What? Yeah. (laughs) But you're a baby. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, no. My mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Like, no. Like, like, oh, thank God. Like, so, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. My mom, was, yeah, well, sometimes she listens in and then she'll, she'll message me. And it's, it's like we did an episode when we had uh, Derek and Valerie coming in to talk about, you know, Gail Gore going out with a non Gail yeah. Gore. Derek, that was absolutely lovely. And there's no swearing. <laughs> <laughs> 
my actually speaking of mom so I told my mom last night that there was somebody coming from yeah. Tebby Rex and I was like you know that band Tebby Rex and she was like yeah yeah and then I could hear her on the phone to her sister saying that we were uh, with that she was like you know you're one who sings with that uh, country band in America and I was like who the fuck does she BB Rex that she thought we were in with oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to go for Mark Boland or T-Rex or something. I was like I'm sorry he's dead no I was like I'm sorry it's not that Kosovan like, like woman who lives in America no it's not and then she was googling and she was like oh I do know them and I was like even yes. when you say yeah my mom I told my mom I was coming in with Tevi Rex she's like oh Tevi Rex I'm like your mom knows Tevi Rex I was, yeah. a, I was a little bit like I don't think so <laughs> I, th- I think I think let, let's be really really fair you've gone beyond the point where you're relying on your your mom's to sort of give you the Spotify clicks oh, and all for that. Sure, you know, yeah. you can you can start recording stuff that maybe she doesn't want to listen to. I mean, I'll make music for my man. Keep this in mind now. I just I'm just worried of like <laughs> and like she's very like she's she's a very kind of interesting Nigerian woman where like she'll she'll do things which I don't quite get. Like for example, I was on a late late show, right? And she said nothing about it, nothing about it. And then like four months later, she mentioned about like. Yeah, I didn't really like that outfit you wore that day. I'm like, you saw me on TV and said nothing for like four months only to finally critique what I was wearing and not mention the fact that I was on the late. I was like, I mean, because I don't think she gets it as well. Like that it's like a staple in like Irish culture and stuff. But it's like, yeah, she's interesting. No, I I think Nigerian mammies and Irish mammies are the fucking same. I feel like if I was on the Late Late Show, mom would be like, I didn't like what you were wearing. That'd be it. I'm like, well done being on the late late. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't fucking yeah. like it. Like, yeah, I can't believe you cursed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, you have to use the foul language? <laughs> oh, I loved it because like we did it, and I think um, because obviously we did it like with the blizzards, right? And um, and those guys are so sound, but uh, their fan base, a lot of them, is a little bit older. So a lot of like confused aunties and stuff on Twitter, like. It was nice now, but I didn't get that rapping bit in there. <laughs> I, I wasn't really, what was that about? They, they were so confused as to why I was there. I was like. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, pain. Oh, man. You know what the worst thing was? You know, the, the way the Blizzards fan base is a little bit older? It means you and me. Yeah. I was like, I, he was like, oh, the Blizzards fan base is older. And I was like, I'm a Blizzards fan. Yeah, I, I went like, to see them in college. shit, am I old? <laughs> what, what, what age is everyone here? Expose yourselves. <laughs> 40? Ish. 35. I'm 27. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I feel like you guys are in different brackets there. Yeah, we are in we're, different brackets. Yeah, we're still yeah, Blizzards yeah. fan. Like, so well, when I was in Maynooth, the Blizzards were playing every, every fucking rag week. Yeah. Every. Yeah. It was just Back pre- when we had a rag week, my I, God. I know, fucking know. What? The Fuck. what? You ragged too hard, was it? We ra- yeah. I ragged too hard and Daffy didn't get a rag week. No. Basically. You never Honestly. got a rag week? No. Dude, they they cancelled our Christmas eggs. Like, you can't keep on setting the town on fire. We're like... <laughs> We probably can. Yeah. <laughs> one year, uh, one year we were meant to have uh, we were meant to have Aslan playing uh, out in mm-hmm. uh, during Rag Week, and Aslan cancelled because Christy got sick, and uh, so like we were scrambling at the last minute, and we got Republic of Loose in good band, great guys. Mick Pyro is an absolute gem. He managed to marshal the show. It was cool. The crowd were a little bit flagging. They were sort of like, oh, this isn't Aslan. This is a bit shit. And he went straight from You Know It into Comeback Girl, the two hit singles at the time yeah. of the year. He went straight from one to the other and lifted up and the crowd were absolutely buoyant. It was brilliant. And they went down to the courtyard and pulled down a lamppost. <laughs> Just literally reefed a lamppost yeah, down the why? street. Because they were, you know, and now there's roll, no right? ragging. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always the seminary boys who ruin everything, isn't it? It wasn't the fucking Sam's like God, ooh. those boys were like not to show them on the bus and like they were just really, really horny. Like <laughs> <laughs> And it was like in the most like kind of it was the most like kind of polite, I would say, like culture horniness where it's like Stop they that. wouldn't they wouldn't talk to girls like, oh she's 
fucking whopper she is. And they would they would talk to him like, hey, he's like, oh Jesus now. You like I was like, yeah, you'll say something. He's like, oh no, come you do that now. But like constantly he's just like Ask your mate, will you shift it? So how's it work? Before they get ordained, they're 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 supposed to get out of their system, is that it? No, no, they're they're just like they're Sorry, whoa, hold the phone. These are actually trainee priests. Yeah. Yes. They're Sam's in Maynooth, seminarians in St. Patrick's College in the South Campus of Maynooth. That's that's why Ronan Mullen keeps getting in every shadow election because the seminary because every priest in Ireland has gone is in is in the college. That's not why he gets in. He gets in because there's there's an evil streak in the country. We'll get rid of him this year. Yeah. We'll do it. And we'll lead a campaign on it. And we'll I, I think just she, do the campaign song do the campaign yeah, song do the yeah. campaign yeah honestly yeah. I, think, well, I think Sheena tried in fairness I don't know if you know uh, Sheena Cahill one of the yeah. other yeah, yeah, yeah. cool alums she really tried to get him the yeah. fuck out of there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, well you know keep working out keep plugging away yeah. get in somebody representing right. a younger generation and like, the thing about the Sams and I was in I was in Drama Society in Maynooth and I was in The Coolacht and I was in Lit and Deb so like uh, oh, so you had like you had like no sex Oh man! <laughs> hey, hey, no! This is a fact. All kulaks writing each other. Oh yeah, you know what? I've, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're all writing each other. I am not going to get into my own personal history in Manus, but there was an entire wall of the ladies' bathroom dedicated to graffiti about me. So, oh, men are trash. trash. That sounds troubling. <laughs> I genuinely, the reason I love men are trash so much is it is semi-autobiographical. For wow! Me. Wow! Yeah. wow. Yeah. This, I was. This, a, it's correct intentions, isn't it? Correct <laughs> intentions. Yeah. Yes, out. Ding ding, bell for class. Like a test, you don't pass. Listen up, learn fast. Chapter one: Men are trash. Men are. I won't be mean this. Men are. You really hurt my feelings. Men are. What's the glass ceiling? Chapter one: Men are trash. I'm a bad. Never see you in person Robbing mama's purses Since I was a youngin Girl he say I love him And I be like I love you Until I gave the D then And I be like Who you? No, basically all, all these Irish societies It's all these elaborate It's it's very soapy It's very It's it's very dramatic There's lots of complicated Kind of uh, Relationships And don't tell this person I've had this person's coming here And you know So this girl you know Don't tell We officially got together Two weeks ago Not four weeks ago yeah, what, when you look back, when you look back many years later, it's kind of it's kind of childish. What's that thing that you all do where it's like uh, you go away for the weekend? It's like all the different Irish groups in the country. What's that called again? Oh, the Arctus. Yeah, Arctus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I'm, incredible. I'm already. I've been training for the next year. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, trying yeah. to get my bars up. Like have like be like. Cause I'm, I'm planning on going to base like a um, like a Guilt talked area this summer. Just for like a week. I'm and like, I'm building up to it, and then Arctus next. So. Well, where are you going to go? What Guilt uh, What would you advise? Ooh. <sighs> See, right. Some people say. Monster, best Irish can to Kerry, most beautiful part of the country. You go mm. to West Cork, it's fantastic. Connemara is tremendous crack. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. And like you go to Connemara, that's where Kalash the Lurgan is. That's where they do all the, the you know, the, they, they translate yeah. the songs yeah. into into uh, Irish and all that. But um, if you want an absolute hack, the easiest Irish to learn is Donegal Irish. 
Oh. It's simplest. Oh, the controversy. It the controversy. It is. it is. No firm taught you. You know what I mean? Like, the, everything is straightforward. Everything is on the I level. The it's dead on. I, so do I. It's but, like, it's like, no, man, it's, uh, oh, it's totally up to you. The world's your yeah. oyster. Mm. Yeah. Where would you like to go? You just have a look and just do yeah. it, man. Just do it. That's it. That's it. I think I'm just going to go somewhere for like a week and like turn off my phone and just like yeah. really, yeah. really embed myself in it, you know? Yeah. You won't need to turn off your phone, though, because there's just no service out there. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's down the You know that little 4G? on your phone that they, goes away they don't even get a H they don't <laughs> even get a H <laughs> I, think, I think in Connemara it's, it's just too easy to go back to Galway That's it's too close no they, they fucking they reamed the bus service like it's gone like mm. it's not you can't even do it you're abandoned you're out there you're in the yeah. Gwelta yeah. I'd love to be like on an island somewhere like one of the islands yeah. do the island yeah. do yeah. Yeah. Man, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like really really like I can't even leave you know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. and it's like it's not you can, you can walk around <laughs> it like in half a day like you're not going anywhere like you know, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're not leaving that shit like you we, had, we had Hector Hug on recently and he had Went to live on, on Inish Man for yeah, a that was years it. Yeah. to get his Irish really, really good. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe that's the way. Damn, and now, yeah. 20 years later, he's still working in Irish, in the Irish language. He's working on television. So it's Damn. like, yeah. Yeah, it's and then good. Had, I did see a thing the other day for Arachnus and Sound that we're having a, a, a thing for a. A dictionary events at Arachnus and Sana and myself and one of my friends were like laughing at it. We're like, no one goes to the Arachnus for the dictionary events. Like, it's <laughs> the crack. Like, for, first, time, first time I ever went to the Arachnus was a couple of years ago when they held it for the first time in a long time near where I live. So I'm from Clondalkin in yeah. Dublin. They held it in the City West Hotel because the problem with the Arachnus is it's gotten so big there's only two or three venues in the country that can hold it now. Oh, damn. So there's like the Glen Eagle down in Killarney which is huge and they have like three hotels. They have the apartments, they have the Brehan, they have the Glen Eagle and then there's City West which is a big convention centre in a huge hotel so these are the only places that can hold it and like I went up there thinking I'm going to embed myself into this Gaelic paradise and everyone's going to be but no it's it's just pure fucking drinking it's riding. a savage session riding all sorts <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know how I knew you know how I got a vision of the future that could be yeah. when I saw a dude who was about 20 years old yeah. puking in Irish <laughs> Oh, he's like, oh, you <laughs> And I'm like, this is paradise. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Psych yourself up for that one. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's it's good to have a target to work towards. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's your goal. This episode is sponsored by Ferris Nguelga who are celebrating 20 years of promoting the Irish language, Fiha Blaine Agfoss. Language is about communication, and communication unites communities. So, community is at the heart of Ferris Nguelga. Ferris Nguelga creates a network of community-based Irish language development officers throughout the island of Ireland to support and promote Irish, like Level Pubble, at community level. Through the language planning process, Ferris Nguelga is responsible for developing five Irish language network communities and 13 Gweltoc service towns, as well as other government initiatives. Ferris Nguelga also funds Gweltoc Lachela, an initiative in townlands such as Clondalkin, Carntucker, Lochray, Ennis and Belfast. That's in addition to Ferris Nguelga supporting Irish language officers in communities all over the island of Ireland. Check out the great new words created over the past 20 years by the terminology wizards over on Ferris Nguelga's Instagram handle, at Ferris Nguelga. Ferris Nguelga, celebrating 20 years. Isi Arjanga Heani. It's our language. So what's next on the horizon for Tebby Rex and, and for you, Daffy? What's going uh, on? Oh man, so we just did uh, the album. The album came out like 
just over a month ago. And then, yeah, I just think, like, more shows and stuff. I think, like, we're looking at doing some uh, a mini tour, doing some shows, like, outside the country and stuff like that. We yeah. were in um, Brighton this summer, and that was, like, oh, wow. fun, like, for The Great Escape mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, like, class. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, more of that, really. Amazing. Excellent. That's cool. Can I ask Can I ask a personal question? Always, always. Okay, so when Maddo goes and does a track without you, mm. like, like, Lovely, which mm. is actually a really mm. nice, really nice cut, is that cheating? Do you feel do you feel betrayed? Nah, I don't not at all. For one, because I've done it to him like more times than I've done it to him. <laughs> Although if when I do tracks outside the band, I kind of sabotage him a little bit. I'm like, this is just for like the art. I'm only putting on band camp, but like you have to pass a puzzle to get access to it. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't try to make it uh big. He did with Chris Cavs, and that did good streams as well. I did good numbers. Um, but no, I think honestly, like you need to because that song Lovely, which is a great example, I could not have been on that song. Like, there's no part for me on that song. Like, it's too smooth and clean and nice. My voice is too coarse for it. That wouldn't have made sense. I think that's the same where, like, there's songs that I want to do that Matt just couldn't be on. It wouldn't make sense. It'd be, like, forcing it. So I think, yeah, do that. It's all about crave, being creative and stuff. Enjoying so you guys yourself. got a healthy, open relationship. Yeah, man. It's like we have rules to open relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can't bring, any, can't bring anyone to our bedroom. But okay. besides that. <laughs> when you put a sock on the door handle, yeah, it's like, I'm recording with someone else, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 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 wait to catch you guys at your next uh, at your next year. Can't wait to see you with the Iraq stuff. Oh man, it's gonna be such a it's gonna be such a such a event. I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll do a show there one. Yeah, yeah. they'd let you. They'd, they'd yeah. be down for that. They'd like, be down for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think we're writing more and more music in Irish, but it's like it's um like lines and parts of verses. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. like. We we played what was that what was that Irish festival that got cancelled but we still kind of played again what was that called again oh the one that, the one that got cancelled was uh, Raveload Raveload right so it got yeah. cancelled then it was happening but they did in, a gig in the Sugar Club where was the one it was the one that on um, Hardcourt Street Hardcourt Street yeah. Yeah. Club couldn't I really love it. Yeah. oh you played the club yeah we did we did oh, amazing but I, too much of my stuff was in English and they were kind of like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I do something like that again, I want to have full verses or at least fifty percent of verses, like yeah. you know, in Irish and stuff. And I'm writing a little bit more in it now, but it's like I think I'm writing at like a, maybe like a ten year old level. So it's like it's coming along, but it's not quite quite presentable yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, listen, if you if you listen to what's really happening in the Irish music scene at the moment, it's you take a band like Kneecap mm. and, and what they're doing is like it it doesn't matter. Irish or English, I want to put in what's the best for the sentiment, what's the best for the rhyme, what's the mm. best for the rhythm. Yeah. So this line's going to be in English or, and this line's going to be all in Irish. This line's going to be in English, but I need this word in Irish because otherwise it doesn't rhyme or I need this one to be. So, I mean, you can just play with language and yeah. you can just fuck around with it a bit. Yeah. Like. I, I think it's funny because when I started rapping when I was like 12 or something, I was I was absolutely fiend for doing this where I always would like rap in like the accent I speak in, which is like, it's funny because people... There's, it's it's very like after doing speech therapy and stuff like that it's very like kind of clean so it comes off as a little American sometimes but then certain words will come off very like kind of killed air and stuff but when I was rapping writing raps I would use like purely American slang and that was one thing that I was like I had to reflect on that maybe I was like actually even 18 or 19 I'm like why am I because I, I, was, I was if I was I would be like oh I like my crib I'm like I would say gaff there's no reason for me not to put gaff in the yeah. line instead of yeah. saying crib or some shit like that so mm-hmm. is that process now of like trying to be more authentic in like mm. writing the way I would speak and then now I want to incorporate more like like Irish words into it and stuff like that and really kind of blend it culturally you know what I'm saying yeah. I love um, that though because I was I was actually thinking that I was only listening to a podcast recently about accents and about um, rapping and how it's it can be very like so they were using Iggy Azalea as an example mm. a woman from Australia who who kind of almost to the point where it's actually tone deaf the, the way that she raps um, uh, but I, when I was listening to you on the way over I was thinking I was like you know 
it's actually the whole yourself and Matt like you both have this like you can totally tell that there's Irishisms in it and I love that like you talk about your gaff and it was purely Irish references and like Irish kind of terminologies just kind of thrown in there that is just so unique and I thought that was really like that like authentic like it's just really really nice that way and I'd love to see that with Irish yeah. as well. Also, oh, cool. is there Kildare slang? Is that not just Dublin slang with an accent? No, because we, because we, because we, we be stealing stuff from like Carlo and the like. We be like oh, taking yeah. it. You yeah, know, he so. just asked, well, "What's the street with dices on?" This is some culture content. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know streets here. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like Lombard Street. What the fuck is a Lombard Street? I don't know that is, man. Where is it in? Contrast to Spire. Is it yeah. facing the Spire, behind the Spire? Tell me where to go. Um, <laughs> go to Connolly Station and just keep, keep heading south. <laughs> oh, my people, I love this. <laughs> if you get to Kennedy's, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we uh, wrap up, we do like to ask um, our guests if they have a favourite Irish word or Irish term. Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. Do you think you have one yet? or? I mean, because I, I was going to say I really liked... Um, I'm, I'm here I'm panicking I'm floundering no here, right? we, we, this is a safe space we uh, love you no matter niche, what a niche a niche a niche a niche yeah this because yeah. like it's um, it's in you know the way a lot of languages right so especially let's say um, uh, it's, it's a small thing but you know where I really like how things like sound and stuff mm-hmm. so in let's say uh, let's say Nigerian and my mind would be a Urubo so it's like there's little like sharp things there that would be used not even in the context of what they're for but to kind of like shut people up or get them to quicken up or like mean like seven different things yeah. I've seen Matt use that in this like passing to like not even like mean what it means but it's like it just sounds like you know yeah, like niche, niche, yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that yeah it does have that immediacy that I guess you don't get it I like it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like usually with Irish it's a very like uh, what's the word it, it's a quite flowery language yeah, yeah. I I think I like I like curtness in some words mm-hmm. as well yeah. to have that there as well as to be like very it's a really onomatopoeic language like I always find that like the word sounds exactly like what it is like yeah. no matter like mm, Anish absolutely. sounds like come on get it together mm. Anish come <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun to say yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. it's fun to say that's my main selling yeah. point love that <laughs> Davi thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me listen yeah, absolutely nice. our pleasure where, where can people find your tunes uh, if you just look up Tebby Rex T-E-B-I or E-X uh, on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram would be about uh, must have Matt here sometime would be a lot better he'd be a lot more interesting I know you're uh, pretty brilliant uh, uh, <laughs> we're friends is this friendship <laughs> <laughs> so until the next time it is a slon from me it's a slon I'm shit and a slon from me slon shit Wait, Wait, no, yeah. I'm drinking. Ah, that's all good. Ah, that's all good. <laughs> Slaunch is good. Oh. <laughs> no, that's drinking. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Round of fields. Unleash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, Daffy, for being our guest today. We had a lot of fun. He yeah. was a great crack. Yep, that great was crack. brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's totally great stuff. He's so. gone straight into our top three guests. Yeah, Absolute. great guy, great guy. Yeah, we're not going to tell you who the two are. No. I will because they you brought can... gifts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you figure that one out for yourselves. Answers on a postcard to motherfolkloreandheadstuff.org. And you can send your other queries, questions, remarks, observations, and suggestions. Fan to art to motherfolkloreandheadstuff.org. We love fan art. And fan yeah. art, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, Reen. and thank you so much to Brian for producing. Thank you to Kirsten Shield for doing our art. Because Garamila Mila Mahagav go forest Nagaiga Asantakiak. Many thanks to Forest Nagaiga, proud sponsors of Mother Folklore. 
Mother Folklore comes out every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Um, if you can't wait for uh, Mother Folklore, there's some really good other shows on the network, like Up to 90. Yeah, that one's all about the 90s. Ooh, on the oh. 90s. Oh. So, until next time, mind yourselves. Slon. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Uh, <laughs> as a personal ASMR freak, I am offended. <laughs> My burrito has some guac in it.